Right, okay, here we go then. Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. We are here tonight with the most epic news stories of the year. <laughs> it's quite something. This is, of course, the story this is a beautiful of, thing. of Star Wars Battlefront 2 by EA. Do you remember a few weeks ago when we were talking about Bethesda and the Creators Club and how shitty it was of them to be charging... 800 credits for a thing and you mm. can only buy them in 750 credit amounts and how we thought that was the most evil thing well uh, yeah ea were clearly listening and did a hold my beer kind of thing yeah um uh, i remember so, when people be bought your dinner before they fucked you yeah <laughs> so this yeah, the ea is gonna fuck us then make us buy them dinner yeah pretty much yeah pretty much so Battlefront 2, it's technically not out yet. It launches this Friday, the 17th. But it went live for uh, member people who had pre-ordered it on Origin as part of like their EA early access thing. They do for most of their games now. If you order them on Origin, you get them a week ahead of time. So okay. the reviews of the game, the, the actual reviews of like the quality of the game are decent. Decent. They say the multiplayer is very polished. Very polished. But the way the multiplayer works is it's a class-based, uh, sort of uh, objective-based shooter. And as you fight, as you play the game, uh, based on your performance in each match, you earn battle points. And as you accrue these battle points, you can spend them uh, to spawn in as something new. You can use them to become a, a better uh, unit uh, to call in, uh, to spawn as like a, a starfighter and provide aerial support. Or the highest sort of tier, the most. If you manage to build up enough points, you can spawn in as a hero character, and that's like a named character from the franchise. So, Boba Fett, Leia, Luke, Vader, mm-hmm. whatever. But here's the thing: hero characters have to be unlocked, and the way you unlock them is with credits. Credits <laughs> are earned. By uh, based on in-game playtime, and you can also earn little boosts based on uh, little uh, in-game challenges based on each class. You know, you getting so many kills, uh, providing so much support and stuff like that. Uh, the only other way you, you can't buy credits directly. You can buy crystals, yeah, and crystals are used to buy loot crates, and loot crates. Mm. <laughs> as well as providing cards which can upgrade or you know provide uh, new classes or new abilities for your classes, they can also contain uh, a certain amount of credits. When the game launched, well, the two biggest characters, the two most expensive characters in the game were Luke and Vader, who cost 40,000 credits each. GameSpot bought $100 worth of crystals and used them to buy the most expensive loot crates in the game. And they ended up with less than half the required credits to unlock one of them. Either, you know, either of them. Yeah. So some people did some math. <coughs> uh, people who are good at math. They figured out that the time needed to accumulate that many points on, based on in-game play was over 40 hours. Oh, Jesus. Or $240 worth of purchased loot crates wow that's just insane it is 
it is exceptional, I would say. Uh, so EA first responded to this by, uh, I think they did it on Twitter first. They uh, People were complaining about this, and they decided to call everyone who was complaining armchair developers. Of course, because it's, it's the player's fault. Because when you fucked someone and they're complaining because they didn't want to be fucked, the best result is to call them names. Yeah. I, I find that really calms people down. Yeah. Even Spacey didn't try that. No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't try that. So when does he, when does Battlefront 2 come out as gay? Um, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. What, what gets yeah. me about these things is the arrogance of people that think they people won't find out. Yeah. That people won't do the maths, that people won't realise very quickly what you've done. It makes you sick, doesn't it? It really does. It uh, does. It does. So they then responded, uh, <laughs> there is a now infamous, uh, uh, the Star Wars uh, Battlefront subreddit just blew up over this, understandably so. And people complained about having spent 80, in some cases, like $80 on the game only to have major characters locked away. And EA responded to this by saying they wanted it to feel like an accomplishment to unlock these characters. <laughs> Well, yeah, in the, the most downvoted Reddit post of when all I time. First, yeah, this, I was watching sort of in real time as this happened. When I first linked this into the Slack room, the post had about 3,000 downvotes. It has now gone over 680,000 downvotes to become the most downvoted uh, comment in Reddit history by and, quite some margin. And considering the type of post you get on Reddit, that is some accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. I saw, uh, yeah, the second, uh, before this, the most downvoted comment was a guy who created a post asking people to downvote him. Fair enough. <laughs> and he got, like, less than 10,000, and that was the most downvoted comment in Reddit history. So, yeah, uh, this became... The most downvoted comment. I mean, it it genuinely became difficult to uh, to find. So on Monday, uh, EA announced that they were going to slash the price for unlocking uh, pretty much all the heroes, but the big ones were Luke and Vader by seventy five percent. So basically, brought down from forty thousand to ten thousand, uh, which you know means that you only have to spend ten hours per character to unlock them and that's 10 hours considering you have to save up your credits to do this that means you can't buy any other crates which are the main way of unlocking upgrades to your other classes so you basically to try and save up for these you will be sort of futilely you have to kind fast of, yeah. yeah you'd have to and also you'll be sort of getting domed from across the map by people who've you know gone up the regular upgrade track and yeah. not you, you know. So you will have a miserable time and trying by to those grind who for this. Have just paid for it. So yeah, and that too. Yeah, it is absolutely a pay to. It has you know an pay absolute to pay to win game. Uh, this has no. Even with this sl uh, price slash, the game. Uh, oh, I I'm so annoyed because the uh, the dock buggered up on me. I don't know if you two guys can see it, but someone did the uh, the math and figured out that in order to unlock everything and upgrade everything in the game will take you around uh, 4,000 hours 
or just over two grand if you want to spend it that way. And you just know there's someone at EA going, well, that's value for money. Yep. Yep. Look at yep. the value for money. You thought Breath of the Wild was good with your 120 hours, whatever you got out of it. That is fucking nothing. Yep. You buy Battlefront 2, 4,000 hours of gameplay. Bastards. <laughs> Bastards. It's it's just fantastically, it's, it's incredible. Uh, yeah, so this, it's funny enough, it, we were talking, was it last week, about like the most expensive DLC <laughs> for him? So yeah, I think this takes the kick. Having to spend over two grand to unlock and upgrade everything in the game. There, there, there are just so many things to address here for me. Yes. Really. Yeah. Um, right. Let me just get comfortable because this is right. <coughs> I am so fucking done with EA. I cannot even put it into words. That that doesn't make me look particularly good. That I can't. But I hate them that much. Um, yeah. I already hated them. I am yeah, a switch they were... owner. Uh, they have been taking the piss out of me for a few months now. By here, buy our shitty game. Or we won't give you other games. Buy it now, bitch. And I wasn't going for that. I don't appreciate that kind of language for a start. <laughs> and uh, I didn't want your fucking hobbled FIFA game. Just in the hope that that would make you put other games on my switch. So I already hated them. Um... I also already hated Star Wars Battlefront. Now, I, I was a massive fan of the originals. Because yeah, th this is not a new concept, Star Wars Battlefront. There have been a couple uh, of console ones and PC ones before that were based on, want to say, early Call of Duty? Kind of, yeah. 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 Um, and they were very good. Extremely popular games. The, the Xbox games uh, versions of those are possibly... The, the most expensive games on my shelf. Um, so I feel very lucky for having bought them back in the day, to be honest. Um, but these games are not those games. I, I got my PS4 with Star Wars Battlefront, played it four or five times maybe, and got rid of it. Uh, I just, it wasn't enough. It wasn't good. I didn't well, enjoy it. Well, the big uh, criticism of that was uh, Battle uh, the first. Well, I say the first. The first EA Battlefront, uh, the one that came before this, was that it didn't have a single player. That it was pure multiplayer only, uh, and it was a bit limited. So they put in a whole bunch. They put in a single player for Battlefront Two. Yeah. Uh, and talked all about how you know the upgrade system and the progression system and all that, and people were saying you're you're boasting about the fact that you've made a game. You're boasting about the features that most yeah. games have as standard. Yeah. And I've been seeing mixed reviews of the uh, the single player uh, sort of storyline, which is disappointing. I was at least look, hoping that that would be okay. Uh, was, that a, was that a stifled laugh? <laughs> no, that was a cough. Sorry. That's um, yeah, I, and then then we get on to just Battlefront 2. I, I just kind of wanted to set the scene from where I was coming from before we yeah. even get to this game. I was not interested. Nor am I 9, so you don't get me just by putting Star Wars on something anymore. Mm. I, and that That's tricky at the best of times, but look, I, I've been with Star Wars computer games since there were Star Wars computer games. I, I really mean that. And... <laughs> 
if we want to do a signal to noise ratio analysis of the Star Wars computer game Empire, it's we'll harsh. F- we're going to find a lot more noise than we are signal, to say yeah. the least. So you just saying that you've got a Star Wars game, my eyebrow goes up. <laughs> oh right, yeah, really. Even a lot of I, the, even a lot of the ones that are like well remembered when you look back at them objectively, they weren't that great. It was just that they were, they were good and they were better than the, the bad ones. ones yeah, yeah. Uh, and and you do get a lot of mileage by having something Star Wars themed you really really do I understand that but it's nothing like enough for me now uh, as a grown up uh, and so they had to pull something special out of the bag with this which they clearly haven't so I well this is the irritating thing is that the reviews coming in are that the multiplayer is exceptionally well polished that it, it works that it, it is actually good um the story mode is a bit disappointing but they're saying that what is there is good but it's just massively overshadowed by this colossal fuck you I, from I, someone we don't know uh, i assume it's ea i assume it must be ea i can't imagine we, we all uh, think Dice, yeah. the developer uh, we, being you know the ones to do this yeah and disney have been very quiet on this disney have been sort of well uh, they, they just sell a license don't they essentially yes, but they have been since they since they bought the you know the star wars since they acquired lucasfilm star wars they've been quite careful about it who they let in um and well you don't need this when you've got a film coming out in a yeah. you know in less than a month's time yeah exactly you know, you've got a, you, you're trying to do a huge promotion push for this and Basically, when you're googling Star Wars, this fucking fiasco is coming up in the Google searches. Yeah. It don't. It ain't. It I mean, ain't this good. is this is the thing. Uh, Disney announced like a few days ago that they they literally announced a whole new uh, Star Wars trilogy being directed by Ryan Johnson, the guy who has directed the Last Jedi. So that got everyone really excited because they thought, right, if they're that confident in him, that means the Last Jedi is probably going to be really good. And that news has just been completely fucking overshadowed by this disaster. Absolutely. Now, I will be quite angry at anybody who buys this game. Yeah. Absolutely. You you mustn't buy this game. I I don't give a shit how good the single player or even the multiplayer is. They have destroyed this being a viable product by the piss-taking of loot crates. This, I mean, loot crates were already this year's big bone of contention. Yeah. And you would have thought, I mean, people have been asking, did you not do the math? Or did you did you honestly think that we wouldn't do the math on this and figure out exactly what you are trying to get out of us? And they haven't. It's impossible to tell. They decided in the same uh, announcement where they said they were going to, were, uh, they were lowering the price. Uh, and it was, uh, that was effective immediately. Uh, they also announced that they were going to do a, re- a Reddit AMA, Ask Me Anything, uh, on the uh, Star Wars uh, Battlefront subreddit. And people's eyes narrowed at that, and justifiably so, because I, I checked that uh, the AMA took place earlier on this afternoon. And when you go in, what you see is a bunch of upvoted... The way an AMA works is that people post questions and those questions get upvoted or downvoted by the community and then whoever's doing the AMA answers them and then those answers get upvoted or downvoted depending on how they're received. You see what you're seeing is a lot of 
very well thought out, reasonable questions about how the fuck they thought they were going to get away with this, what they're planning to do, you know, to fix this. And uh, reasonable things like, you know, uh, parents who are like, I don't have time. I don't have money. I bought this for my kid and they can't play as Darth Vader. What the fuck? And very few answers. It turns out basically every answer is, as people expected, vague cookie cutter press release talk. Well, we're monitoring this. We're monitoring this very closely, and we're we're paying attention to what what our uh, customers want. <laughs> Shit like that. Yeah. And when they're saying uh, a few of them have been like, well, you see, uh, our numbers on like how long it takes to up uh, to unlock stuff are you know much more generous than you know some of the figures we've been seeing out there and people are like well what are your numbers how are you doing the math on this and the response to that has just been silent so that didn't go too well for them either well, well what this tells me i think is that ea is just hoping this will just go away that you yeah. know it will be a couple of weeks of people bitching on, on reddit but the majority of people who buy battlefront will play it without a complaint we'll play we'll pay the money we'll grind we'll or just give up but it sounds funny whatever happens people will still paid 80 dollars for this game and i think ea is just put just hoping basically that you know the news cycle will move on and that's that but as consumers this this is where gaming is going mm. if we are not careful and i think yeah. you have to like rich says you have to vote with your wallet and it's not just this game everything ea makes don't mm. buy madden don't buy fifa just don't. Just yeah. if it's if if the game involves buying more things to play the game, don't buy the fucking game. And I, I yeah. know there might <laughs> I know that might result in some disappointments. I I was do you know what? I had two NBA two K eighteen pre ordered for the Switch. I, I was so looking forward to a basketball game on that. And that got so fucking cancelled <laughs> so quickly when I found out about it um you've got to vote with your wallet on this because that is what matters they are doing this to make money if they don't make money they will do something else and i'm not against ea being a company that makes money in fact i'm for that as a concept but there are right ways and wrong ways to do it and the way this way this loot box way is pissing everybody off so Don't do that anymore, please. Do you know? Yeah, ordinarily, it seems yeah, ordinarily it wouldn't really matter. You just let them disappear. But they own good stuff. I want mm-hmm. to play a good Star Wars Battlefront game. There yeah. isn't a good-minded, moral, ethical feel, indie developer making that. I feel so bad for the developer. I feel so bad for EA Dice or, or Dice Studios because they. They are a good studio. They make good shit. And then EA comes in and just shits all over it. Because they own the studio and they can do whatever the hell they want. Because this is definitely, this is a publisher decision. The The developer doesn't set price. Yeah. You know? Uh, and it seems like they're, they, it, what really has backfired for them is uh, they've had, like, I'm not sure what the figures are. It's hard to get this because you would have to ask EA and I don't think they're going to be too keen to tell anyone. But this was their early access program, meaning it's given a lot of people a lot of time to cancel their other pre-orders on, you know, the likes of Amazon. You know, for this thing, it's basically all the console uh, 
platforms now yeah. have an opportunity to say, nope, no thank you. So it's, thank it's you very not, much. Even, not even out for the consoles yet, is it? Nope, not till Friday. Not till uh, Friday right. the 17th. So, yeah. So, honestly, if you're listening to this and you have like a pre-order on Amazon or anywhere, cancel that shit. Cancel that immediately. It's 70 fucking quid. Oh, wait, no, yep. that's the... Battlefront 2 Elite Trooper Deluxe Edition, but I imagine that will just come with some loot boxes that they're wanting me to buy anyway. Basically, yeah. It is still forty nine ninety nine. It's they've it's, said, you know, they said like there are, uh, like I say, there are class based challenges, and I think there's an arcade mode where you can take on challenges to earn credits. But people found out very quickly that that is uh, time limited. Uh, you know, once you've done it, you have to. Once you've earned a certain amount of credits, you have to wait. 12 or 14 hours before you can do that again like a phone game like a phone game like a phone game and uh there are you know like uh, the i think most of the challenges like the class based challenges they are non-repeatable so once you've done them once that's it you know that's a one-off little boost of credits so they really it is overtly they want you to open your wallet well, I'm, I'm lucky EA have got otherwise nothing I want. So I, I think we're done until they change things. I, You know, I, that's it. I mean, it's just, it's, it's so blatant. It really is. Yeah. I think it, 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 it takes the piss. Yeah. It really takes the piss. And I'm not up for that. I mean, you hear things like EA, most evil company on earth. And you think, okay, hyperbole, whatever. And then they do something like this. And like, oh, no, they, I could genuinely believe the head of ea has hooves to a certain degree i mean yeah um i mean this is just bad business mm-hmm. you know if we really want to get into it i suppose you could argue you know there are companies that spill oil everywhere there are companies that make landmines you know there's evil and there's evil yeah but ea certainly have absolutely no respect for the people that buy their products no that that <laughs> no, that much all. is clear yeah. You know, and I while we live in a world where there are companies who do have respect for the people who buy their products or at least don't have a blatant lack of it, yeah. then <laughs> you know, it's it's to be to be fair, most companies I am indifferent to. They make games, I buy them or they don't. We don't really have a relationship. But EA it seems have gone out of their way to make that relationship exist and for it to be bad. Yes. So <laughs> can't be asked with that. Just yes. so nobody buy this game, please. And Just, the last time something like this, I can remember something sort of this bad happening was Assassin's Creed Unity. And in that specific instance, it was sort of how irritating, how irritatingly in in your face they were about wanting you to pay, not the amount. I, I think, yeah, I think the the stories that came out of that was like. If you bought, uh, if you were to buy everything in Assassin's Creed Unity, it would cost you like a hundred dollars, and that was shocking. Two fucking grand. That's what they want. Jesus That's Christ. That's what they want. <sighs> so, and uh, yeah, so what's funny is this all broke after uh, the news came out that Respawn Entertainment, the makers of uh, Titanfall, had been bought by EA, which oh, so- is funny. They'll probably be closed then. Well, well, they in the same breath they announced that they were being bought by EA. They uh, they did announce a new Titanfall game, 
and well, the then you know what it's going to be Wars, like. Yes, exactly. And <laughs> that their Star Wars game, which they had been working on, would still be in development. But this is kind of funny because of the history of Respawn Entertainment. Uh, Respawn was formed by uh, Jason West and Vince Sampella, who formed uh, in 2002. They formed Infinity Ward, the makers of Call of Duty. The Infinity War was quickly bought by Activision, who published all those games. And then in 2010, West and Zampella were fired by Activision uh, for uh, breaches of contract and insubordinate behavior. So they left and immediately set up Respawn and like took half of the active, half of the uh, Infinity Ward staff with them because they're going to make their own AAA indie studio with Blackjack and Hookers. Yeah. And EA started funding... Uh, and publishing their games and now seven years later just as it turns out as this news comes out about uh, Battlefront uh, EA have just outright bought Respawn so I'm wondering like how long it's going to take before these two fuck off again and start a new studio well, as soon long. as they cancel as soon as they cancel their other Star Wars game because mm. reasons and turn the new Titanfall into a loot crate it's you know pay to win nightmare the like, uh, battlefront yeah. is then probably then and what's funny is there's sort of a similarity between uh, titanfall and battlefront in that the first titanfall was okay it was it was relatively well received but it was multiplayer only it didn't have a single player mode or rather it had a story but the story missions every single story mission was a multiplayer match so that was the big criticism for that and titanfall 2 came out last year Actually, have it. I haven't played it yet. Uh, Titanfall Two came out, and it was it had a single player, and it was regarded as one of the surprisingly best single player stories, like of the year. Uh, but it didn't sell as well as they were hoping. So, I'm guessing that the fact that it did critically well but didn't sell a huge amount now, EA is going to step in and hope to reverse that, turn it into a piece of shit that they can make millions out of. Oh, yay. I know. We had a good run. Maybe we can be <laughs> friends again one day, but you've got to drop this shit. And in the middle of all this comes the weirdest fucking part of this story. How, how is there a weirder part of the story? A Twitter user. In the middle of all this, during the, uh, the massive downvotes and, you know, BA being dragged through the mud by the press, a Twitter user called BigSean66, that's two Gs in big, uh, came forward claiming to be an EA developer who ha- who was receiving multiple death threats and personal attacks because of all this. And this caused, like, you know, people on the subreddit to go like, okay, they're shitty, but don't throw death threats at them. Don't do that. That's shitty. So this guy got loads of uh, sympathy and support until Kotaku decided to look a little closer into him. He doesn't work for EA. He has never worked for EA. He has been running a Twitter account for the past two years, claiming to work for EA. Right. Awesome. Yeah, He's been, so... He has been white knighting for electronic fucking arts. Well, I mean, that's the best case scenario. But when I saw this, my conspiracy theory mind went straight to this guy's a fucking sock puppet. This guy the... is, is someone masquerading as an EA person so in the event that something like this happens you can say oh i've been getting death threats and now the story's about that instead of how shit the the game is so that's i'm like is that what's happened here yeah 
So like yeah, they look through his Twitter history and he's it, like that's it's been consistently his thing for the past since 2015. I work for EA and but and yet his conduct like he gets into arguments with people and his conduct doesn't seem to be befitting of someone you know like it's the kind A of thing that some yeah would be pulled up on or told not to do. You know, um, most big companies nowadays they have like uh, part of the contract is you have to conduct yourself even on your own personal feeds you have to conduct yourself with some level of professionalism and decorum uh but this guy just goes around picking fights calling people names and uh, when kotaku finally sort of had a look through all this and contacted EA, and i said well we don't know who this guy is we uh, we can't we don't know we can't find anyone who's willing to admit to this being their thing so the guy has made his he's, uh he hasn't shut down the twi- his twitter but he's removed all mention of ea and he's made it private. He's locked it. So uh, he seems to have been scared off. But it's just, of all the things, that's like, I don't even know. That's like, I don't know, pretending to be Abu Hamza's cousin. Like, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Leave him alone. Yeah, why would you de- stop defending EA? <sighs> Are you okay now? Do you feel purged? I do feel purged. I I very much enjoyed this. I was so looking forward to the story. <laughs> no, you've been, you've mentioned it a couple of times in the last oh. week. It's, yeah. Yeah. Well, I just. Uh, uh, I must wonderful. admit, just just looking at the news stories posted because you're right. It, it this unfolded over the last week, and it it all happened bit by bit. It's reminded yeah. me of like sexual abuse allegations on the movie news show. Where you, hmm. we've just been the last two weeks, we opened that up, and it's just all right. I'll just start scrolling through this list of people who've been accused of sexual assault, and I'll keep scrolling and keep. Oh, him, right? Yeah, and you keep scroll, and it goes on and on, and you'd suddenly realize, mm-hmm. shit, this is most of the show. Yeah, and it like it, it's it's a, it's not like a, a deluge. It's like a steady drip. You know, a little bit. You, right before you were about to start the show, another little comes out and you yeah. need to you need to find a way to incorporate that oh, but yeah oh uh, one other thing one final note about this is the uh the star wars battlefront subreddit uh has been on the front page of reddit quite a few times uh this past week because of this and um, because they were sort of one of the places where people gathered to vent about it uh what's is particularly ironic about this is before uh the launch they were exceptionally fanboyish. They were hugely defensive of EA. Like even after the the uh, the beta, uh, and people were starting to get worried about the loot boxes. If you voiced criticism of EA or of Dice in the uh, subreddit, they would like you would be downvoted. You would they would jump on you like don't be stupid. Of course they're not going to do something like this. Give the give the game a chance. Let it come out. And so they have. Since this launch, they have become just a torrent of bile and hatred and criticism. So it just shows how quickly you can turn your most avid fans against you. Absolutely. Well, the sto- lesson of this is the moral story is don't love anything because they'll just let you down. Can oh, I get that that's on a t-shirt? Sad. That's just that's obsession. <laughs> no, I thought. Oh, no, I was, I was just making a dark joke. I thought I go, would appreciate it. I do. I, I always go back. To the, I go back to what I think may be the best. You know, the most uh, important line in movie history of the past decade. Hope is a mistake. Mad Max. There you go. 
Anyway, speaking of people who had hope, let's go to some Nintendo Switch news. <laughs> ah, dear. So, the Switch has been doing ever so slightly well. Hmm? I don't know if anyone's noticed. Uh, it's been, yeah, we've mentioned it may have come up once or twice. Yeah, uh, and they had an, an earnings call, whatever. This is something big companies do for investors so they can be asked, sort of address the financial state of the company and that sort of thing. Turns out they doubled their predictions for Switch sales. Um, and they, they've announced that they intend to ship 30 million of them next year. Nice. Which is insane. Uh, this is... It's probably going... It's looking like it's well going to outsell the Xbox One as a console. Uh, yeah. And, may, you know, it's gunning for the PS4. You see, it can outsell the Xbox One quite easily because... Everyone's like, got an Xbox One. Well, that and... Well, the Xbox One X, sorry. Because, uh, as we've mentioned before, they have virtually no presence in Japan. So Nintendo has the Japanese market and the American market, whereas Xbox kind of is just stuck with the American side so of things. So it, it costs half as much and has two extremely good games on it, so which people want to buy. So uh, That also. There are many and, reasons. <laughs> you know, I think there's lots of reasons. I don't think it's the fact that, you know, everyone's everyone's looking at their Xbox One and just hurling out the window, like, get out of here, you piece of garbage. Give me a Switch. I want to buy five of them. You um, could do some damage with, a, with an Xbox One. You could kill somebody with this thing yeah. that's under my telly right now. It's, it's a hefty piece of kit. But, um, yeah, I mean, obviously... The, I, I the would Xbox... like to see that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Xbox One X, um, I mean, like I say, it costs, a, it costs a fair wedge. I mean, it's 500 quid, and you have to have some fair amount of other equipment to make it work to its maximum so 4K i think TV and all 4k that, yeah. telly and backup storage and then you've got to buy you know expensive games for it so i'm not really surprised that it's it's not selling a, a huge it's not shifting lots of units as compared to a switch um so i mean yeah, yeah. i mean good for good for nintendo and that oh, but yeah. i don't think it's it's like a th- i don't think everyone at microsoft is covering themselves in sackcloth and ashes over it <laughs> no no it's it's just nice to see nintendo come back so strongly from the debacle well, from the that was dead, the Wii U. From the, yeah. yeah, from the dead. We, we, I mean, because I, I remember when the Wii U came out and it sort of fell flat on its face and mm-hmm. people were saying, it's the end of Nintendo. I was one of them. Uh, I thought that I thought it could be. I thought this could. I thought that the Wii U could be their Saturn. I was of the opinion that even if the next console does well, like the Dreamcast did, even if the next console was good, it might not do well because of the weight around its neck of the, the Wii U. But thankfully, they seem to have turned that around. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it make sense if if you were a company that was doing well, which they were before the Wii U, if yeah. you had sort of what if we fuck it up money, just in the <laughs> bank, just like enough money to perhaps develop a console in case you put one out that shit. Just don't have every console you make be that this must be successful or we're all doomed console don't do that every time maybe and you would just think just keep that money like some of this switch money put it put it in the bank now just just leave it there and then maybe yeah. you, you know if yeah. you fuck I, I up switch uh, two then you can take this money and make a, another one without going bankrupt so i think that we i think we all imagine that companies that 
you know anything that it does okay i mean apart from apple i think we all sort of imagine that companies have like scrooge mcduck money and there's like a huge <laughs> bank vault you know with just infinite cash in it i think apple have got that but i think apart yeah. from anyone i think that's maybe it or lockheed martin those two <laughs> um but other than that it's companies exist at like the edge permanently so any move whatever they do it's always going to entail some risk um so yeah i mean like nintendo definitely you know it's a nice it's a nice idea but nintendo definitely didn't have that sort of fuck up money because whenever the wii u uh tanked you know uh they had to take massive pay cuts yeah they did didn't they yeah, like, I think I just, I just think lots of companies don't have fuck up yeah. money. I think oh, Apple I, do, and I think Lockheed yeah. Martin do. But apart from that, no one has fuck up money. Fun so... statistic: <laughs> if if Apple didn't make another penny starting tomorrow, they could continue operating at current levels for seven years. Yeah. To, well, and, and you hear that, and you think, so give everyone a fucking Mac then. <laughs> <laughs> There's there's uh, a there's a promotion for you. Who wouldn't have one? True. Who wouldn't have one if they were like, yeah, just come in, get a MacBook Pro. That's cool. Yeah, but their that, that their whole image is prestige. <laughs> oh yeah, that would that yeah. wouldn't be good. But they would then fuck they, that up if as soon as everyone had one, no one would want one. <laughs> the user base would would grow quite exponentially there. But anyway, yeah. Nintendo. So they've done pretty well, yeah. and it, it looks they're like. Good. They're expecting to sell 30 million units of the Switch next year. That has, that in itself has been enough for people to start asking the question, so what have you got planned for next year that makes you think you're going to sell 30 million consoles? Because, mm. do you know, as, as we may have said, this year's been pretty good for Nintendo, and they sold 7.5 million consoles. Which is impressive in itself. Selling seven and a half million of anything is very good, uh, mm. and and you know, at, at just that rate, they're definitely on track to outsell the Wii U's lifetime sales within the first year of the Switch. So, all good, all happy, all smiles at Nintendo with that. But it's as if it's like, well, look how apeshit they went this year, and we only had Zelda and Mario Odyssey and ARMS and Splatoon 2 and Mario Kart DX and that yeah. Rabbids thing. What, a, what? How mental are people going to go next year when we drop this on them? So That I, is, you see, you're saying that, but my question is, this year, we've had Zelda, we've had Mario, we've had Mario Kart. Those games take a while to develop. I don't think we'll be seeing another big entry in any of those franchises for at least another two to three years. No, not in those. Well, I mean, the so what are they going to do next year? F Zero. If F Zero came out, I would, you know, that would be a switch. New Smash. <laughs> if they did a new Smash Brothers. Well, yeah. this we recently breaking has been they have renewed a copyright or something um, on the Smash Brothers name. And uh, yeah. there's the, that would sell a bajillion copies. Yeah, the theory is is that they're gonna drop Smash Brothers in January. Or at least announce Smash Brothers in January. Mm. We also know we've got Kirby and we've got a Yoshi game coming, which mm. do alright. Yeah. Um we know Metroid Prime four is on the way and people lost their shit over that. They did. They really did. So that's going to be selling them. I also think we're going to see in 2018 the discontinuation of the 3DS. And yeah. yeah. I think They've when announced they're not making any more Pokemon games for the 3DS. 
Well, this is the other thing. They have announced that they are making a Pokemon game for the Switch, and what if that yeah. drops ne- next year? Uh, they said oh, it, yeah, is, I mean, it is a main series game. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but especially that, if they if they wrap up the thing that with the, the the switches mobile that you could like Pokemon Go walk around your neighborhood and find stuff if they wrap that sort of concept in with it, you know, yeah. just just print money. Yeah. So and then they've got the online service that's going to come next year, hopefully early, uh, which I'm quite looking forward to because it looks like that's going to be just a whole back all of Nintendo's back catalogue in a Netflix style, just play it all kind of thing, uh, which I'm well up for. So I, I, I think they're going to, I think they're going to sell 30 million switches next year. If they've got to sell. If they do Pokemon, if they do, if they do smash brothers, I mean, just from like a competitive gaming point of view, I mean, cause it's Odyssey has blown up huge in the speed running community. Yeah. So, I mean, a new smash would just send it stratospheric. So yeah, yeah, I I, I think you're right. So like, I'm kind of half expecting now a new Smash, new Pokemon next year. That Pokemon will get every 3DS, and they're still selling seven million 3DSs a year. Th- those people that would otherwise have bought those 3DSs may well get Switches because I I quite possibly yeah. I don't think we're gonna see a new new 3DS at this point. I really don't. I think at most we're gonna see a Switch Mini. Yeah, because. The Switch, because like I say, all the advertising for a Switch is take it out and play it, and go out and go out in in the world and play it, not rather than sitting at home. So that is trying to fill the space that the 3DS is is in at the moment. So it makes sense. So, oh, I'm excited. I'm just <laughs> I'm, I don't know anything. We, you know, it's all speculation, but I'm very excited for the next year of computer games on the switch i can say i would definitely have a switch right now if it wasn't for the fact that i'm currently saving up for a new monitor (laughs) for my pc so it's like right there you know in terms of priority oh i I understand it but i cannot recommend them enough oh i'm sure do you know what as well i'm currently going through the nintendo customer support system to get a hardware repair really what went wrong i have a wonky joy con what's wonky about it it's it looks like it was one of the ones that was not it's it's the shittest most bizarre thing you know that little sort of foam padding really thin stuff you get in small electrical systems to stop wires touching each other and stuff like that yeah Yeah. it looks like some of the joy cons were made with with about a square centimeter of that missing right And, and that was enough to keep two things far enough apart to not interfere with each other to affect the radio signal going in and out of this Joy-Con. Right. And I had heard that was one of the stories when it first launched was people saying that one of their Joy-Cons was connecting and the other one wasn't. Yeah. That type of thing. And it, it's not that it doesn't connect because I wouldn't have got this far without it if it yeah. if it didn't. Um, you know, it, it works perfectly well. It's just got shit signal. So if it's if it's on the machine if i'm playing in handheld mode not even slightly a problem uh and even sat as close as we do to the tv when we play games at home it wasn't a problem but as soon as i started playing mario odyssey and sitting sort of five feet back from the tv Mm -hmm. it just it was unplayable right 
and you'll lose it will you'll be moving it will lose signal and mario just continues running and there's nothing you can do to stop him and, and so how are you how are you finding the uh the service so far slow <laughs> slow well get in there before christmas otherwise it's going to be a complete nightmare so <laughs> yeah well i'm 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 like i say i'm in it um I basically had to book the repair today via the website, and then they send me a an email with a packing yeah. thing in, and I send my Joy-Con back, and they look at it, decide to fix it for free or not, and send it back to me. Um, mm. But I've been, I did that this afternoon, and I'm still waiting for my email with my packing slip and stuff like that. And while we've been talking, I've actually gone onto the website to look at the state of my repair and it's just registered like we we've got your email so i had kind of hoped they'd be back to me today so i could have in theory got it in the post this afternoon mm. it's it's preventing me buying switch games because i'm i'm th there's quite a few i'd like and i'm kind of looking at them thinking and then the switch will not be playable for a week so yeah. don't buy this game yet i should get a pro controller though Probably, yeah. But then you've got to drop 65 it's quid on a fucking yeah, pro I was going to say fucking hell. Yeah, I know. I do want one, though. I, I do want one, but... I would I would consider it a necessity, personally, but, you know. Mm. <laughs> well, I, I, I am one of the people that plays mainly in handheld mode, so it's not really mm. been that much of an issue. Right. It's really only for docked mode. Or in tabletop mode. There are so many modes, guys. It's, it's just <laughs> modeful. Um, but I'll, I'll shut up banging on about the Switch now. I mean, it's just, it's complicated finding new stories that aren't EA in this jungle of EA news stories. Yeah. New rating requirement makes life harder for smaller game publishers. Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, I thought this was interesting because it's something that uh, we've talked about a few times before. Basically, the way this works is the ESRB, which is the uh, American rating board for games, have uh, previously, if you were releasing a game simply digitally, uh, I think it, I, I'm not sure, I think it was either free or very inexpensive to get a rating. And if you then want, but if you wanted to release it uh, to retail, you know, on store shelves as a physical product, you had to complete a long-form process, which was more time-consuming and much more expensive to get a rating for it to go on store shelves. But there was a loophole, which was if you if you did like a little indie game and you wanted to do a short run of physical copies to sell directly to people who wanted to buy them, so through sites like... Um, what do you call it? Limited uh, run am, games. Limited run games. I am 8-bit. Uh, places like that uh, who do like little boutique ver uh, runs of games. You have the... Uh, you have Night Run or Night Trap, don't you? I do, yeah. You do. That was one of the things you received that in the post. Uh, you didn't have to go through the long-form process to get a rating. They've changed that. So now if you want to release physically at all, you now have to pay an extra fee. And a lot of places are saying, well, this basically destroys any hope we have of providing a short-run physical edition to people who really want to support us and really want to uh, own a physical copy of the game. Uh, 
so it seems like you know it's a it's a real shame and it the other problem is the esrb haven't really provided a reason for this they've just they've decided just, they've just decided money please mm-hmm. and they're the esrb so you kind of have to do what they say because didn't uh, didn't um is this sort of a complaint that comes up with sort of little indie movies as well isn't it that they have to pay for a rating so your horrible mm-hmm. sort of your, your shitty found footage gore fest um has to you spent 20 quid on sd cards only to to make um is uh, gonna cost you a small fortune to get through the rating system and yeah uh, I, I, a lot of yeah the indie companies are saying you know our overheads for these things were incredibly tight and the fact that we now have to pay for the rating means it destroys it it means that they would be making these things at a loss which, you know... Then there's no point. There's no damn point in it. Mm. So it's a shame, because uh, I've been tempted a few times, but I don't actually own any uh, sort of limited run games, but like the limited run of uh, Firewatch that got a, a physical release, I was tempted to buy that. And we've talked a few times about like the uh, Street Fighter special edition cartridge. Yeah. Even things yeah. like that will need uh, to be rated now. There's there's been a few that I have missed that I would have jumped on if I'd seen. They did a, a limited release of uh, Retro City Rampage DX on the th- Switch. And oh, I, did they it, do that on the Switch? I saw they, uh, yeah. they did a limited run on other consoles. I didn't know they did one on the Switch. Yeah, because that's a game that runs on fucking everything. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you see the LGR on YouTube where they sent him... They've done a 486 version. I did not see that. They've done a CGA... 486 version of Retro City Rampage. It fits on a three and a half inch floppy and they sent it in to test. <laughs> and That's the explanation wonderful. was we just wanted to see if we could. And we could. Hey, so here it is. So, you know, that that is a machine, that is a game that they take pride on the fact that it runs on fucking everything. Um, mm-hmm. Lost my train of thought now. I just got, yeah, and yeah. they did a they did a limited run and I, yeah. I would have jumped on that, but saw the news too late and it had already yeah. happened and they didn't so around yeah so uh yeah basically previously if you had a uh, a rating for the digital release you could do, you could do a, a physical run by direct marketing so it wasn't going to be on a store shelf it, yeah, it was only yeah. going to be you know the amount of people who pre-order this are the people who are going to get this yeah you're but buying now, it di- directly from the publisher yeah yeah so they, the the SRB have said uh, the current system they have uh, uh, they're doing as long as a game costs less than one million dollars to develop and was rated for digital release at least ninety days prior to submission the SRB will allow publishers to opt to pay three thousand dollars for a retail release rating. So that means I think that but my understanding of that is if you a lot of these games they only do the retail you know the the physical special edition after it's become clear that the game is popular and that people are going to want one. Yeah. But now, you know, if the, if you want to get this three grand uh, reduced fee, you're going to have to do it within 90 days of submission of submitting your game for a rating. So that's well, hedging your bet. You may pay <coughs> that three grand and then never have an opportunity to use it because the game never becomes popular enough to warrant a physical release. On the one hand, three grand in the development and sale of a game is relatively little money. Mm. On the other hand, 
it feels like it's just so sort of grifting. It, it's it just does. you know, mm. it, like yeah. why, why have you made a change? And I, I think, unfortunately, this is all too common a, a story, and because yeah. this is totally reminding me of the TPD coming into vaping, when they suddenly said all of your e-liquids have to undergo this testing uh, period that it never had to undergo before. And every slightest variation of your e-liquid has to go through the test. So if you change from cherry flavor to orange flavor and change nothing but the flavor, that's still another set of tests for that new thing. And that decimated tiny companies because you could make hundreds of flavors and it, it was sort of like, well, to do our own our current range of e-liquid will cost us millions of pounds in testing, like mm. literally millions and millions of pounds. Really? And, see, uh, when you were saying that, I was thinking, well, that's something that you inhale into your lungs. So I can see a yeah, testing yeah. process being reasonable, but it depends on the reasonableness of the cost. It you know, was, those... Yeah, it was into millions. And, and a lot sure. of vape of, of e-liquid companies were sort of three guys in a room. You know, they they haven't got millions of, of pounds. But the people who I have got millions of pounds... I wouldn't be comfortable inhaling something the three guys in a room had put together. I was going to say it's a lot of rat poison not, and not baby to, powder. Not to drag <laughs> us down a rat hole, but I make my own. I make this, I inhale the stuff I've made in this room, sat in this yeah, chair right now. Yeah, but that's you. You shouldn't be allowed yeah, to sell that, Rich. <laughs> no, and I wouldn't, because that would be illegal. <laughs> um but i mean they, what they what they found is a, a loophole in all of this which is quite hilarious is that all these rules only govern liquids containing nicotine so oh, right. what they do is they sell that separately oh so you mix your own yeah so you get a bottle that is it, it's a 90 milliliter bottle with 80 milliliters of liquid in that is just goo with flavor that does nothing, and then you get a separate ten mil bottle of of liquid nicotine, and put that in, shake it up, and you're good to go. So the the e liquid company haven't sold you anything other than I vegetable glycerin. I would flavoring. be worried about the. I, you know, go ahead. No, nicotine is tremendously poisonous, so I'd be quite worried about having well, that quantity of just purely liquid nicotine. <laughs> oh come on, right. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, sci I'm right, the, hang on. Science up. hats on, everybody. Science hats on. Put your goggles and your lab coats on. It's it's time for chemistry, right? Oh boy. Um, first of all, to kill oneself with nicotine is a remarkably difficult thing to do. And I actually did the maths. And to kill yourself with e-liquid by sitting drinking it, you would need to spend in the region of 140 to 150,000 pounds to amass the amount of e-liquid that you would need to possibly make you feel sick oh, from, fair enough, from the nicotine. And it would be in the, it, it, we're talking about gallons and gallons of liquid to consume in a time frame that, that it all affects you at once, which in itself would be physically impossible. So it's, while technically, yes, nicotine is is poisonous and, and will burn you if you get it on you and if it's strong enough, we're talking about concentrations that are so tiny. It's 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 basically harmless. It, it's it's an equivalent effect on your body to caffeine. Uh, the bad thing with with smoking is smoking. 
It's that you're inhaling it into your lungs. Well, it's that you're inhaling smoke, combusted yeah. smoke and carbon and carbon monoxide and all manner of other things. And vaping, there's no combustion involved. You're heating up vegetable glycerin, which is sugar, and you've, you've had it on cake and that sort of thing. There's probably a very small bottle yeah, of it. Yeah, but it goes in into my stomach, of, not my lungs. I wouldn't what? inhale it. <laughs> God knows I I've seen cried. Alison do that. I've seen her do that with Harry Bow. You know what? You just reminded me. I did once in. I did once crush up a line of uh, uh, fucking. What do you call them? Those sweetheart All right. and yeah, just, that, yeah, that kind of been fun. It wasn't. It was quite painful. I was like fourteen. <laughs> that's uh, that's the thing no one tells you about snorting stuff. It's like, it's, you, if you've never done it, you watch people, it's like, that can't be nice. And the truth is, it's fucking not. It's every bit <laughs> as horrible as you think it might be. There yes. you go. Little yeah. life lesson. Well, you I just, yeah. Yeah. You. I just, the, my, my, uh, my uh, comment when you were talking about mixing up your own things was just, I already thought that vaping can be a little bit hipsterish. But then the thought of, um, you know, getting your own things and mixing them all together, it just takes it to a new level of hipster. It's like old men sitting, you know, mixing up their own tobacco mix. Some people 3D <laughs> into their pipe. Some people 3D print their own mods. I'm, I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah, I've looked into it because I wanted an excuse to get a 3D printer. And the truth <laughs> is, it's really complicated and I, can't be, I can't be bothered. That I've looked was, into that myself. It is very that, complicated that is the truth. and expensive. Yes, it is also even it's the not, cheap ones are expensive. Yes, we're looking at it's it's if you're getting it to build your own vape mod, it's seriously just go and buy a fucking vape mod, and yeah. and everyone who sells them makes them better than the one you would make. Everybody, it doesn't matter which one you get. So what were we on? Oh yeah, so the games. ESRB. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, games. So it um, seems like we might, unless they change their attitude, we may be seeing less uh, limited runs of indie games as physical. Well, can I suggest that the Americans will be seeing less indie games in the Americans? Yes, that's true. Yes, uh, they haven't built this shit. Yes. So I don't know. I don't know what the. Uh, I back when I was a media study student, I, I did you know some looking into comparisons between uh, the MPAA, the you know the Motion Picture Association of America, and uh, the BBFC, and sort of the differences between those two organizations. And at the time, the BBFC, both of those organizations were also handling video games. Uh, I think Peggy and uh, the ESRB existed, but it wasn't a legally enforceable thing. It was more of a voluntary thing. So I don't know the difference, if the difference is, but the American system was always far more open to uh, uh, shitty business practices and being, you know, a little shitty and being run sort of in the shadows. So I don't know if that's true between the ESRB and Peggy, as it was back it's, in the days with the MPAA and the BBFC. It, it's the kind of thing I have no evidence to th to make me think that but i wouldn't be surprised if it was the case yeah this is this is one of the first sort of things that has come up that sort of differentiates them in my mind i looked into like comparisons of like the ratings they give out and they are kind of one-to-one they're very similar so 
but uh, I've never seen there's there haven't been any like massive controversies or anything. No, about it, so I don't know. But yeah, we'll Jim. see what happens with this. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. Oh, that after two patches, Call of Duty World War Two is still a fucking mess. I added the word fucking. <laughs> Well, I mean, they're they're thanking their lucky stars for this EA fucking fiasco <laughs> because it's buried all mention of World War Two Call of Duty's multiplayer being unusable, essentially. Apparently, because it's meant to have this sort of big social hub, yeah, that everyone could be in, and then you go off and with your uh, with your mates and play a game and all this sort of thing. That is essentially shut down. Doesn't work. Um, there's a lot of commu- There's a lot of connection issues. A lot of just going to black screens and. People spend a lot of their time trying to get back together with their clan, and by the time they've done that, they're buggered and they can't continue on with the game. So, yeah, um, it's it doesn't work. Yeah, things have been freezing up. Uh, have you seen any of the uh, the gifts that have been coming out? Because uh, it has emotes. Yeah. That you can do, and yeah, some some of the uh, glitched emotes. People uh, sitting down on the ground and then skidding around on their arse. While firing their guns, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's great stuff. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't miss the Call of Duty gameplay. I, I really don't. Uh, well, it's funny because in in reading about this, uh, in reading about the uh, the EA uh, the respawn by uh, buying a respawn and re- you know the guys who were there left in 2010 were at Infinity Ward. It seems that that's around the time the games started to drift away from me a little bit sort of in terms of quality and the shit that they were pulling so it's just a funny thing that you know this current game is a mess I'm which like, is a shame because apparently the, the single player is is fairly decent apparently i've for, heard that for, yeah. but you know people just don't buy call of duty for for the single player really it's it's all about the multiplayer and it ain't working <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was a little worried that like they were going to do. I don't know whether to be worried. Any other game, if it did it, if like they had a World War Two mission where you had to like march in and they showed like the horrors of a of a concentration camp. You know, you were liberating a concentration camp, or even if they made you play as the Nazi, you know, as a Nazi in you know a concentration camp, that could be an interesting conceit. But for Infinity War and an Activision to do it, I would be horrified at what they would do because they have become known for the sort of shock value uh, single player stories. Uh, no, I think it, uh, no, no. I'm just, <laughs> I was just thinking about it and saying, I mean, I, I actually saw an article. I didn't link to it because I thought it was a bit. I didn't really think it would suit the show. But um, there was like a list of of sort of World War Two fears and actions that mm-hmm. you never see on in games. Yeah. It's always kind of the same sort of, of stuff you know it's usually yeah. sort of in europe and um sort of after the battle of the bulge sort of if you're lucky you get some into uh, south african and, stuff like that yeah yeah i mean there's a bit of african stuff but obviously there's many theaters that just i don't think they feel like would translate to a game and, and as as much as you know i would think it would be well i mean it'd be very it, obviously it'd have to be handled really yeah delicately um but you know, there have been, I mean, the the Wolfenstein one, I mean, has a has a sequence in it where you're in a yeah. inverted commas labor camp, mm-hmm. um, and obviously it's horrible. Um, but they don't go into it; they don't really scratch a lot beyond the surface. I mean, it, you sort of get 
what's happened because obviously you have knowledge of what happened in the concentration camp. So they just sort of leave you to fill it in because yeah. they put enough, they put enough stuff in the Wolfenstein game to, you know, you, you go down into a basement and it's full of ovens and you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but to actually do a thing where they, you know, you are part of one of those squads that liberated Auschwitz or, or Treblinka or something like that. It, it would just be too much. I, I just don't know I how you would, would. Yeah. I don't know how they would, but you know, if it came out that a company was, gonna try i would say okay give it a try see how it goes don't fuck it up <laughs> but i think i think it's significant it's like even like when you, there's obviously there's hundreds of of films set in that yeah. era and i think maybe 0.1 percent of them deal have with, got deal yeah. with that and i just think it's just it's just too much i, did, yeah. I just don't think you could mm. you could handle it in in any sort of way that wouldn't upset a tremendous amount of people quite True. justifiably so oh i couldn't um, imagine like a triple a dev doing that kind of thing at all like you know someone who was hoping to sell like a million copies of a game you know that kind of mainstream thing that would have to be like a, it would have to be like very much on the cover this is the experience that you are getting into yeah you know, it i would don't have think to be I, I mean, warning very very heavy warning I mean, just from a personal point of view i mean i just yeah. don't think i could do it. i mean because my because my granddad um sure, yeah. when he when he was um, in the army, one of after the after the war, he was still in the army for a while, and um, one of his jobs was looking after German POWs. And before they repatriated them, um, they showed them footage of the concentration camps because um, it was obviously a lot of these people yeah. were sort of very adamant that obviously you know they it didn't happen or things like that, and or this is all you know Allied propaganda and stuff. So. You know, and then having to, you know, show them that and then take them home um, because they had to be guarded on the way home so they wouldn't jump over the yeah over the, over the side of the boat because they couldn't handle it and things like that. So it was, um, you know, I don't think I could sit in front. I mean, because I've played World War Two games and obviously things like that, and but I don't think I could sit in front of my telly and play that. Mm. I just don't. Fair enough. Could, That's fair it. enough. Yeah. So in other news. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, the news, completely different. <laughs> GameStop have provided me with a statement that I'm going to just use for my own purposes. Uh, <laughs> and, and Emma, I think, will appreciate this. So, <clears throat> we have elected to temporarily, temporarily pause the rollout of the new Challenge Allison section of Shaft. <laughs> based on a few program limitations we have identified. We feel this is the right thing to do for now to ensure we're able to provide our audience with an exceptional show. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for helping me out there, PR people at GameStop. But of course, what they're actually talking about is the new Power Pass renter pre-owned game PPP PPPP thing. Mm. There were a lot of Which P's sure in it. PP. It was. <laughs> Uh, this is the one where you give them a shit ton of money and borrow games that are pre-owned that you could probably buy for the money you've given them over the month. And then, then at the end of the month, you get to play to keep one. So, yeah, I, I expect there'll be a lot of copies of Battlefront 2 there uh, <laughs> soon. <laughs> well, well, I mean, it's almost like they've realised this was a shit idea that was going to get exploited to the nth degree and... 
you know, it was, um, and the price point probably, they only had very few sign-ups. And one of the reasons that people who work at GameStop are given is because their computers are antiquated, mm. which I sort of believe, you know, obviously working in retail stores usually. Yeah. I mean, because the bank I worked in, they still had, you know, it was Windows XP and Internet mm. Explorer 6. And um, <laughs> it's it's not really equipped to handle this sort of new library system because, I mean, even if you, you know, in the most basic level, you've got to have a card or some sort of ID on you, you've got to scan it, scan the game separate you know have some sort of penalty system for if people don't bring it back and it's just a fucking nightmare so it's never gonna work was it i've never encountered uh someone who works in retail who was uh, even happy with how their computer system works I, oh, no, I, never. do you know yeah. what i can beat you with the worst have the worst computer system used in a job okay and it was oh what year would it have been it was the year i met allison <sighs> that didn't help um, that just makes me feel more guilty about not knowing the year. <laughs> um, I think, so I think um, 2005-ish, that would be probably... 2005-ish, 2004-ish, yeah, I was say that. right? Uh, I had the, the ferry ticket company job, selling tickets to ferries, going all over the place. Uh, DOS. Yeah, I had DOS as well. When I say work at the same I've bank, seen, I have DOS. seen quite a few systems running DOS. It's sort of an unmistakable... Uh, appearance it has when um, you see it running on a mo- you know on a modern screen yeah it it wasn't running on a modern screen <laughs> um but it was running dos and that, i think that a was... lot of places you know when it, you know they were like okay update the screen so that we don't you know get rid of the crt so it doesn't look like we're <laughs> old-fashioned don't bother updating the computer that's what they did and yeah. it was it was painful mm-hmm. really painful you just sit there longing for mouse and a drop down box mm. none of it to come all tech so yeah it looks like you'll not be able to rent pre-owned games from GameStop anymore temporarily yeah <laughs> no, I would imagine, I, I would imagine this is going to go away because it seems like the, the barrier to them restarting this program would be completely replacing the entire infrastructure of their computer systems so yeah I don't think they're going to do that not for what was probably a shit idea. No, yeah. they they aren't. Uh, we just giggle at them because they're GameStop. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. So is that... Oh, no, one more. Oh, we've got a few stories. Disney shuts down Marvel Heroes. Never played it. Don't know what that is. I did play it's it very so, briefly. Yeah, it's sort of like an MMO with, um, with uh, for Marvel superheroes, yeah. essentially. Oh, that sounds pretty good. If only they'd publicize that in some way and it's, that, yeah what? 2013 it's been going for about four oh, years right, okay I think, all right i think so, that's yeah, mm. the only reason i know about it is because rick from starbase 66 played it a bunch i think he does He's mentioned it a couple of times like mmos i, I that he always surprise i i always forget because he's not a big computer gaming guy um and yeah he's played the star trek online thing i've never even played that i played that also i've tried a lot of uh, MMOs, none of them have ever taken. Uh, I tried Star Trek Online, and it was fun up until the point where we were like, all right, here's your shitty little ship, and there's the Enterprise. If you play for, like, 100 hours, maybe you'll get a, you know, the, you see the ship behind that, slightly less shitty than yours, maybe you can have that. It was that kind of thing. Fuck that. Yeah, I mean, because I, I played it a bit too, because, I mean, it was it's free on the... Uh 
on the consoles free to play so yeah. I, I played it for a bit got some achievements and i was like yeah that that's fine i'm not going to be buying anything from you so, so funny I, enough if I, if I played it would, be, would they be trying to microtransaction me all the time oh yeah yeah, yeah. they will oh, be yeah. like buy some dilithium buy some of this buy some of that mm-hmm. yeah absolutely um and I, I, funny enough, I did actually uh, put some money into uh, Marvel Heroes. Now that I think back of it, back to it, uh, this would have been back in like 2013 or 14. I started playing and I kind of enjoyed it. So I bought, uh, I can't even remember, it might have been 20 quid. I bought the Deadpool pack, which uh, unlocked a bunch of, you know, different skins for Deadpool and gave you some credits and shit, which you could use to spend. And I played it for a couple of weeks and then I got into the inevitable, you know, uh, Memorpica grind where I realized I'm just I'm just doing the same missions over and over again hoping for more points to buy better things so that I can take on other missions to get more points to get better things that you know and so on and so forth yeah and I you know haven't thought about it since so yeah it's uh, shutting out so with this this was 2013 was that before Disney bought Marvel yeah I think so wasn't it I think it did launch before that so Potentially, yeah, we, may, that. we may end up looking at, you know, this might be Disney about to launch their own version. Maybe they'll relaunch Disney well, Infinity as an, sort of, as an MMO. Yeah, some, Who knows? yeah, some sort of kiddie thing. They'll sort of aim it younger rather than yeah. um, sort of copy-pasting kind of a, a wow sort of look. Because yeah. I think I mean, from, from what is, I've seen of it, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Of all the uh, <laughs> Disney, of all the uh, properties that you own to shut down this week, couldn't it have well, been Star Wars? <laughs> Oh. Well, I, 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 like, I never will play it now. Oh, well. Yeah. Is that everything? No, there's like three more stories. Or two more stories. Where dude. am I? Two more stories. We've got the. What am I not There's one above here? the. The, the Game Disney Awards. One. The Game Awards. Oh, and the there's Game one Awards. About, and people and one gambling about. with Battleground skins. Battleground skins. Oh, I can't do more Battleground stuff. <laughs> Let's just do the Game Awards. Have we ever talked about Battlegrounds? Well, no, it's just because it, it's, it's oh, sorry, got even yeah. a break. It's got no. The only reason it's Battlefront, oh, so it, not Battlefront, Battlegrounds. Yes, it's Battlegrounds. There are a lot of different battles. There's Battlefield, Front, Grounds. I'm sure there's many more. Well, okay. Well, it's just, I mean, I'll just briefly say because it looks like it's going to be a massive uh, gambling scandal that's going to break over it very soon. Like with CS:GO, uh, this whole thing about you can gamble. Or not gamble for for uh, skins for your weapons and coats and bandanas and shit. Um, it looks like it's it, something for PUBG is uh, sort of brewing on that front as well. So something to keep an eye on. I think it's probably gonna it will either sort of you'll never hear about it again or sort of next week it will be all the news. Especially, so especially funny about it is that uh, the all the cosmetic shit in uh, Battleground PUBG whatever you want to call it uh, people hate. Like the designs of the stuff, like whenever they announced that they were uh, unveiled the first load of like cosmetic items, where people were like, "That looks really trashy." So it's no wonder the people are you know choosing to gamble with them rather than actually equip them. Okay then. Oh, stop emailing me. Sorry, you know I told you as we were recording last night, Mike. I was getting email after email all the way yeah. through. It's happening again. I'm getting the 24 hour <laughs> later updates. On things. If only there was, if only there were some sort of way to, to silence, notifications temporarily. Yeah, I, I forgot I'd open my email. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. So, okay, game awards, like the Oscars, but games. Yes. 
Okay. And our winner is Zelda Nintendo. Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo. <laughs> uh, we have, so very briefly then, uh, Game of the Year nominations are Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, Persona 5, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. It's Which so is weird Breath because that's not... I'm, I'm, apparently there was a bit of a stink kicked up about PUBG being on there because it ain't finished technically, apparently. Yeah, it's not um, out. Is it? Is it not? I thought they were launching either last month or this month, like the first, you know, non-beta version. I'm not sure, but... Don't know. Well, it's weird. It's, but, I mean, if, even if it's only been out the last... Like the last couple of weeks, it's weird that it, people have voted for it when it's for something that's in beta. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that people like it, but it's not actually a real game technically still. Yeah, yeah, I don't it's... think that should be in there. Uh, but the most nominated games were six nominations for Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Destiny Two. Which is surprising again because I've heard a lot of stink about Destiny 2 just in terms of, you know, mm. quality of the game. So it's it's interesting that it's in there. Uh, five nominations for Cuphead. Four for Persona 5 and Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus. And uh, yeah, even I lose interest after that. So it's... Uh, <laughs> it, it's really just... Well, a, um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm curious because Rich you're the only person I know who's played both Zelda and Mario Odyssey yeah well actually I know actually Rhoda has as well but the one I'm talking the one I know who I'm talking to right now so out of the two which is probably going to be the one of them to win which one would you pick oh Breath of the Wild yeah I think people would go for that Ma- look Mario Odyssey is a great game but it is the next Mario game and the the I, I think what you're hoping for from a Mario game is please don't let this be the shit one <laughs> yeah it doesn't feel like Mario Odyssey it's a great game but it hasn't done anything revolutionary no whereas, to the franchise of Mario whereas yeah. Breath of the Wild is not only considered a great Zelda game but like a huge new risk that they took yeah for how they were going to handle that so it, it changed i imagine f- that's going to clean up it, it changed the franchise it was a, a big step in a new direction and i i think it arguably reset the bar for open world games you know I mean, if if it had failed even if mario odyssey had come out and been you know as good as it is if breath of the wild had failed i do not think we would be talking about the switch as much or in as positive terms today I think it would be, you know, in a much more precarious position. We'd certainly be not as pleased with its first year. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I, I, th- yeah, Breath of the Wild was just a, a an astounding game, mm. and out of those, I, I mean, I, I say out of those, Persona Five has actually been on my to playlist for quite some time, uh, really? and it's uh, it's an RPG on the PS4. Um, and it's you know it's the fifth one. These have been going for quite a while. Yeah. Um, and it was a big release. It even can, you can get the PS3 version of it. Mm. Uh, but it's still it's quite an expensive game. It's still fifty four ninety five. I have no idea why. It is not full of loot crates and microtransactions. That's not a sort of get this edition with lots of shitty fake microcurrency it's just a 55 pound game and i'm mm. just in the like well it needs to be something fucking special it, it really does and i uh, well it's arguably game of the year 
as we're finding out now. So I, I will like to play it at some point. Horizon Zero Dawn, I always thought was the game that everybody else got to make them feel better about not getting Breath of the Wild. Um, I've heard it's very good. I've heard it is very, yeah, very good. very good, yeah. yeah. But, it, God, I just noticed something interesting about that, the Game of the Year list. Uh, Breath of the Wild and Odyssey, both Nintendo Switch. Well, not Breath of the Wild. Specifically, Breath of the Wild did have a Wii U launch. But both of them Nintendo Switch titles, Persona 5 and Horizon Zero Dawn, exclusive to the PlayStation 4. Battlegrounds is currently unreleased, mainly a PC platform game. No Microsoft. In, yeah, and it well, you you don't really get anything until you get down to Cuphead. Mm. Yep, because um, Destiny Two's on everything, isn't it? Well, Destiny Two has six nominations, yeah, which makes me wonder if that's. I mean, who decides what games got you know placed? Uh, well, I had a quick look at the the thing at the Does website. It feels sort of like a sympathy vote. Uh, let's see. I I don't know how nominations are done. But mm. it, it makes it a is big public th- voting. It well, I looked at that and I couldn't find out how to do it. It, it says there is a voting jury, uh, and it shows you which uh, sort of publications they are, because uh, you've got people like Ars Technica and Gadget, Gamespot, Game Informer, PC Gamer, Mashable, IGN. It, it, there are lots of them. I'm not going to list them all. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know how games are nominated. And there's mm. also not a lot I can find about how I could vote for this. And yet it does seem to be encouraging us to vote, which is weird. Yes, because uh, there's a, a link on that article. Click here to vote. Mm-hmm. And no, it just takes you to the website of the Game Awards. Mm. Um, but then hang on. Vote on it... Facebook Messenger, Google Search and Twitter oh, DM is, for the Game that Awards. Is the worst way to tw- that is the yeah, worst way to vote. I'm not mm. going to do that. I don't think. Yeah, so, that's no good. Not Twitter DMing. <laughs> Fuck off. Could you not just do like a poll on something? You know, I can set a poll on something. <laughs> My God. Um, so I was actually surprised that Resident Evil didn't get more nominated. It's sitting there with three nominations. I thought, you know, that did really well when it came out. And yet it only has the three nominations. And yet Destiny 2, very much more recent release, didn't do super well and yet it's sitting up there with six nominations so I'm, I'm a little curious i would be interested in finding out i might do a little digging and yeah. figure out how they they go about doing these things they have a nice trophy designed by weta wouldn't you know really <laughs> well they gotta have something to do now that lord of the rings is over well it's not actually it's fucking getting a tv show don't get me <sighs> started <laughs> I won't i won't i won't uh, let's leave that there we'll be able to watch the game awards live on your phone, your TV, your computer, which is a way of saying things that have YouTube. Do you have the internet? <laughs> and it, they're, they're filming in 4K uh, video, because we'll need that. Yeah, I was going to say, we really need to be able to have a close-up on some sweaty guy's shirt. Yeah. <laughs> That's the uh, best thing, yeah. December 7th. And in the UK, it will be at one thirty in the morning on a Friday. So I'll which sounds unreasonable, that. but you know, I I'm awake at yeah. that. <laughs> I can say yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be, be up Thursday night. Thursday mid- night football. Yeah. For me, that's midday. Eight uh, thirty yeah. p.m. New York, which is where I'm guessing they're being held, because that's that's the most reasonable time. Or nine thirty in Brazil. It. <laughs> we will all be up, but none of us will watch it. 
<laughs> I, I intend to watch it. I, I, I think oh, I will. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook Live, Steam, Stream, GameSpot, IGN, Mixer, Xbox, and PlayStation Store. Is Mixer, is that that Microsoft video service they keep trying to... Yeah. I think uh, so, yeah. yeah. Probably give that up. Or is it just games? Oh, it's just games. You know, I would be like, I'll oh, give that up, but I want YouTube to have as much competition as possible yeah, so yeah. maybe they fucking fix some shit. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's fair enough, actually. And I, I thought it was actually a YouTube competitor, but it's it's a Twitch thing. It's a it's just games. I see. Okay, cool. Right, well, is that all of the news? Yeah. That's all of the news. That's all I can yeah. see. Cool. So then, what have we all been playing this week? Who would like to go first? Well, I'm very quick, so I'm just still Wolfensteining, so that's me. <laughs> uh, pretty much the same. I, uh, I, uh, I'm I actually finished with it. Okay. Um, which almost didn't happen. Uh, yeah. I hit a bug. Oh. I had a very I had a I had a game I had a bug that would have been game breaking if it weren't for a glitch that fixed the bug. Oh, uh, I'm going to do this without going into spoilers. But uh, before you start the last mission, there's a, a thing that happens on board the submarine, the sort of the, yeah. sort of the central hub, uh, and there's a mission you need to do. Uh, you need, a member of your crew has lost something uh, on board the ship, and you have to figure out where it is and get it mm-hmm. back for him. And in doing so, you sort of investigate the ship, and eventually you get pointed towards where it might be. And in order to get to the thing that you need to find, you the game allows you uh, to use a weapon that you usually would not be allowed to use on board the ship to destroy some crates and then crawl down into some tunnels. You pick up the thing, you crawl back out, you go and you give it to him. Now, as I was about to give it to him, I noticed that it gave me the uh, exit mission prompt, which meant that I would actually be starting the next main game mission, which I didn't want to do. I wanted to go and do some of the side missions. I wanted to go uh, track down some Uber commanders and pick up some collectibles. So I did that. I went and I loaded up the map and I uh, did a couple of uh, missions, ran around, collected some stuff. Then I was ready to move on. I came back to the, the submarine and all of the main NPCs had despawned. Ooh. The only that's weird. Yeah, the only NPCs on board the ship were like the extras, the guys who aren't, you know, story critical. They're just there for, uh, you know, to add a little background. bit of background. And they sort of chat to you as you pass by and stuff like that. Every single main game character, Grace, Anya, Max, uh, Fergus, Bombate, everyone was just gone. It was just me on the ship with a bunch of nobodies. And I ran around the ship. I looked for everyone and I, I couldn't figure out what was going on. So I looked at the, uh, I pulled up the map screen and the mission screen and it was giving me a uh, a mission objective from before I had to track down the arm. No, right. Uh, the, the thing. Before I had to track down the thing. Shit. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry about it. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. People played it. Uh, and I was like, well, I can't do that because that involves talking to Grace, who isn't on board the fucking submarine anymore. And I, I genuinely felt ill because all of my save games before that were like from way at the beginning of the game. 
oh or during the so I genuinely thought and at this point I had put in 24 hours of playtime into the game because I did all the I did loads of the Uber Commander missions because I didn't know that you could do them after the final mission so I felt genuinely sick and I've I went onto the uh, the Steam discussions pages and I managed to find uh, apparently not a huge amount of people have been running into this bug but I, I found a thread where people were like what am I supposed to do well, I can't complete the game. I can't finish the game. I would have to start a new game to finish this. Luckily, someone mentioned that they had encountered it, and the only way to correct the bug is to is to go and find the thing again. Now, because the game hasn't given you that mission because of the bug, you can't use the weapon that you would have to use to destroy the crate to get down to find the thing and those crates have respawned but thanks to a glitch which allows you to use the constrictor harness which is an ability you can get halfway through the game you can trick the game into letting you crawl between the crates and into the uh into the tunnels to grab the thing at which point when i pop my head up out of the tunnels everybody's back yay and so i was able to do the final fucking mission oh goodness me i felt so ill so yeah a potentially game breaking bug if not for it's it's the first time i've encountered a bug that could only be beaten using a glitch that's pretty weird yeah and uh i don't know i I noticed like just before the show started uh they pushed an update to the game but they haven't put out any like notes about what's in the update so i don't know if they've addressed this or not uh so yeah that was a bit of a that was a bit of a, a sweaty moment, but I, uh, I I did finish the game. I finished the story, which uh, I I was you know enjoyed a lot. Uh, I really enjoyed that final uh, confrontation. But then I went and did all of the Uber Commander missions and collected all of the uh, collectibles. Have you done that yet? Um, no, I'm still fiddling around with that at the moment. So. Um, I've done the you saw about the very last the very have you unlocked the very last Uber Commander right yes and you haven't done them yet oh no I've done it yeah oh you've done it alright so you just haven't right were you I was kind of disappointed um well I mean obviously because you have to because you have to fight through the spooky I hate the spooky place I hated it I fucking hate that last Uh, yeah yeah, I I did not enjoy it Um, but yeah when you get to the end you're just like oh uh, okay. Cause yeah. <laughs> I was expecting, like, whenever I finished that final Uber Commander mission, I would get back to the sub and there would be, like, a cutscene or something, some mention of, well done, you. And there's mm-hmm. just kind of nothing. It was a little, I was, it's a, the only part of the game where I felt like, oh, really? Nothing? Yeah, pretty much. And especially because me being a dickhead, I just stood, I didn't even trigger him. I literally stood at the edge of the edge of the uh, where you sort of come out of the um, the pipe. Yeah. So sort of yeah. when you come up the step ladder, flicked up the marksman scope on the old uh, on the old um, assault rifle and boomed him in the head from over Same the here. Uh, yeah. And didn't even go near his, him. Yeah, and then took yeah. out his pet robot. That was all I did. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. That it's the only part of the game I've been a little bit disappointed by because the idea that I mean I assume that the idea is that that final mission is your prize for having done all the others and it's really bad 
Yeah, I mean, because nothing really changes as well on the Eva's Hammer or anything like that. It's no. all just, oh, that you've you've done it. I mean, yeah. but I mean... I, and I'm, I can tell you that for collecting everything, all you get is the achievements. Yeah, I know you that. You don't get yeah. anything for I, that, I, you know. I, I know like, that, I, yeah. I was hoping that like I would go and see Max playing with his toys or something, but no, he's not even on board the ship anymore. No, it's um, it, it's. I understand that it's purely yeah. for for me. I mean, and that's that's fair enough. Um, yeah, but I was a little bit disappointed when I came back and I expected there to be a bit of bunting out or something. But it yeah, wasn't something really. like that. Yeah, um, that was... you know, because I was like, oh, I've worked hard, mm-hmm. I've done lots, and uh, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, I thought I found the same with the side missions actually, because I sort of encountered a bit of frustration because you're because you're going around the. The Eva's Hammer trying to find the this sort of unspecified amount of side missions for 100% completion. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, because I think a lot of people just ended up walking around going, well, who the fuck am I supposed to talk to? Yeah. Because uh, it was a little bit in, unclear, but I sort of just sort of by a process of elimination and uh, looked at a couple of forums went, oh, okay, this is who I'm meant to talk to and, and go and do this sort of thing. And it, 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 it didn't feel very organic in that way because, obviously, mm. they give you a mission, some of the side missions, and it's like, well, I've fucking been there already. Why didn't something come up when I was already there? Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was um, – that was a little bit disappointing. I mean, I, I appreciate that they tried to put a bit more content in there, but um, I think they could have put a bit, put a bit more razzle-dazzle on it. A little bit of a reward for it. That's – yeah, so basically anyone – like Rich, if you ever plan on playing a game, once you finish the story, there's no need to do the extra shit. Okay. Yeah. Unless you're being a sort of tedious achievement hunter, like I have never are. done that. No, yeah. no, I won't do that. Um, yeah, but no. Otherwise, I gotta say, great game. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Looking forward to the next one whenever that happens. Uh, I imagine there will be. An, I hope there will be a next one. But uh, yeah, that's like the one warning I would give out about it is just. The story is where the game ends. Okay. And that's really all. I, I haven't played anything else this week either. Well, I I too have been quite dull in that I'm still playing Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX on my 3DS, which is really dull for everybody. But it's well, still... What's the... Uh, I, I don't know what the uh, playtime is like. What's sort of like the... How long is the game supposed to be? I have no idea. I, mm. I, unless I have a thing that tells me how many hours I've been playing a thing, I have no idea. That I, would be a terrifying thing to do. I, uh, have you ever seen those things? Like, uh, There's a website where you can uh, tick a box for all the TV shows that you've watched uh, through to completion, and it tells you how, many, how long, uh, how many hours of your life you've spent watching TV to, that, to have watched all those shows. Imagine if you did it for a game. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. So I, I well, honestly, no, I mean, I, I you d- have that problem because Xbox tells you when you flick up on when you go on the when you go on the achievements. Yeah, but like that's just that the says, Xbox. You know, if you if I took the yeah. account going back like to the master system. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, that would be um, terrifying. But the the switch will tell you. Uh, you know, I know I've spent over a hundred hours on Zelda because it says. Um, and I've spent comparably long on Mario Kart as well, apparently. Uh, but yeah, I've no idea how long I've spent playing this game, but it's kept me going for a week and a bit now. Good stuff. And I'm, I'm nearly at the end. I'm, I'm on dungeon seven out of eight. So <laughs> another couple of days and I haven't actually touched it. And the Zelda series has never been the ones to do like, you know, you complete the final dungeon and then, aha, you have to do them all again, but now they're upside down. No, they won't do it. They might throw like another sort of, and now fight Ganon. I'm expecting yeah. that. But yeah. 
I, I'm not expecting a and now do them all again upside down. It's I not remember, Castlevania. Yeah. I remember playing Symphony of the Night and I beat Dracula and then it turned out, oh, it's not Dracula. Dracula's in this upside down castle. Oh, well, you go fuck yourself then. <laughs> <laughs> Your princess I, is another upside down castle. <laughs> I, have re- I have saved the right side up castle. I'm good with that. <laughs> fuck those upside down people. Those uh, upside got down their own problems. Coming down here. <laughs> oh, up Confusing the, my yeah. eyeline. Yeah. <laughs> but I have, uh, do you know what else? I've got some more PlayStation games in the attempt to find yeah? something good. I've just I've just yes. gotten uh, Colin McRae's rally today. Um, it only occurred to me that uh, Colin McRae died, and that's why the series changed to Dirt. Yes, that is it. Which is kind of appropriate, because they threw oh, dirt on top oh, of Colin McRae. Oh, oh. Oh, oh blimey, dude! You see, you, you tied at me dude. to being dark earlier, dude. <laughs> that that literally just occurred to me as dude. I was saying. I don't know if I have to cut that. I don't know. No, yeah, I don't. Think <laughs> you I don't know. <laughs> well, I didn't do it. I well, I know. They did it. <laughs> Colin McRae died, and so they replaced his name we, we don't, with Dirt. Don't, they really did, but. I, I've got that then for the PlayStation, and uh, I've got worms. <laughs> no, you can never play I've, got, I've got worms on the way. Yeah. Oh, another dirt game. Exactly. <laughs> so I'll find oh. something good for it. I, I will. I'm determined to find something. Have you ever had a look at how many fucking worms games there are? Oh, there's it's a ridiculous. billion. There's billions of them. And I, I think the free PlayStation game this month is a is worms something. And you look at it and you're like, how is that different from the one that I ran on my 486? How is it? Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, it yeah. looks a bit nicer. Not not, not like remarkably nicer, though, to be fair. It's just worms. So I'm not, I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got this one for the PlayStation because it was the original one. And hopefully we'll have all the cutscenes and everything in it that I remember. Because <laughs> uh, that's really what that game was about back in the day. That and saying, I'll get you in a really high-pitched voice. Oh, absolutely. Does it still do that? I should get the, the PS4 one. I think they one. do, yeah. I'll, I'll download uh, the PS4 yeah. one and see how it's... I, did, I was tempted to buy uh, Worms, like, a Worms game during uh, the last... Uh, what they, they have them on uh, what was Bundle Stars, but is now Fanatical. But just the sheer amount of them, I couldn't tell which ones I already owned and which ones I actually wanted. I couldn't tell if I wanted World Domination or Armageddon. <sighs> so yeah. they've, actually, they have, they've made it difficult to tell which one is which. I would choose World Domination over Armageddon. Okay. I think I could have my... Oh, you mean the Worms games, though? Yeah. Right, I, I meant the... Wah, wah. What were you talking about? Were you the... talking about Colin McRae, World Domination? Because that no, cut short. My, my, my eventual life goals. Oh, right. Oh, I would choose... <laughs> I would choose World Domination, but if I didn't get that, I would switch to Armageddon. Oh, yeah. It, you know, it, it is your to... fallback position, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You foiled my plot again, James Bond. Now I'm pressing this button. Fuck us <laughs> all. <laughs> he and I run into each other all Are the time. Are you writing Bond 25? Because it's... <laughs> It's certainly it's better like than hear. you thought it was going to be, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. I'm looking forward to that. At least I'm, I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to that. I'm seeing. I'm looking forward to to uh, what's his face giving absolutely no fucks and putting in no effort. Daniel Craig. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's going to be a quite a special performance. His next Bond. I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> when you're when his yeah, 
I mean, how much could they have paid? I mean, they've literally paid him. In he said that he would rather slit his fucking wrists than do it again, and they got him to do it again. Yeah. What do they have on him? Well, I first of all, slitting your wrists is not an attractive prospect anyway. So no. I, I don't think it will have taken much to turn him away, but I, I think probably something like $20 million or something like that would have done it. I, I'd be James uh, Bond for 10. That's very generous of you. And I, I literally mean 10. Yeah, 10. Cents. Not even nine ninety nine. Now, I'd pay them. I'd pay them. I think that would be reasonable. I'm going to destroy their franchise. It's only right that I give them something. On the, You would do that on the condition that they put you in a James Bond video game? So that we could at least have one <laughs> featuring. Oh yeah, that would be awesome as well. They'd Richard be a video Smith game. as Bond. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you could reignite the gaming franchise. That would be amazing, but sadly not true. No. So that's our show for today. Thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Because we did. And we'll all sleep easier now we know all of those things about EA. I think. So if you enjoyed this show, please pop on over to simplysyndicated.com slash everything and sign up to Simply Everything and support us with £6 a month. It really helps us out and keeps us going and making shows and stuff like that. And check out the other shows that are on the network, like this week's Random Access Memories with Mike, where we talk for two hours about all, all the things that he's played and stuff it was really good emma i want to do you next do you now yes he does we talked about it at length <laughs> yes i think okay. that we'll do you next that'll be uh so cool. that's yeah. out now. if you want to know how exciting it is uh as soon as we finished recording that uh, i went into the bathroom and did a poo so massive that it blocked the toilet there you go that's how good that show is it was it was good it was really good. And that's out Cleansing. now. And, yep. uh, yeah. And also you can hear Emma on The Greatest Show in the Galaxy. Quite a claim, to be honest. Look, but it's we, up we there. We do our best. It's, it's yeah, up there. Definitely. Which galaxy? One the, of the th- small ones. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all on simplysyndicated.com. You can find us all on our website or on SoundCloud or on now Blog Talk Radio which is the thing some people use, and we're on it now, and stuff. Um, So you might have heard ads in this show, in which case, thank you for listening to them. I have no idea what they may or may not have been. I'll assume they're for good products that you should in some way use. I have no idea. And if they were annoying, well, that's part of simply everything. You get all the stuff without the ads. So that's another thing i've just realized i've committed myself to doing that now i've said that so might cut that last bit out but we'll see so until next week thank you for listening bye bye everybody oh you want an end of show joke